0: I want to talk about a little bit of an abstract concept today that uh, came to my mind as I was thinking about the new training program I'm doing and how, how dogmatic we can become about various beliefs. And probably worse than that is how, uh, how much animosity we can get about differing belief systems. Uh, this obviously isn't limited to training philosophies, so that's what I wanted to talk about. So, I think it might be a little bit obvious to say this, but human beings have beliefs. It's sort of how we make sense of the world and but just become because we've come to believe something for whatever reason we happen to have come to that conclusion. It doesn't make it actually true. Uh, It doesn't mean that it's necessarily good for us and actually even though it might have once been true it may not necessarily be true any longer. Um, So yeah I was thinking about this whole idea of beliefs when I was going through the dog crap thing and remembering back to sort of Mike Mencer and how dogmatic he became and 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 what happens is when you become really dogmatic about a belief you start uh you start becoming um critical and uh of other beliefs and and to the point where you basically you, you can reject them and you can uh you can criticize other people for their beliefs when they've come to a different conclusion as you and it could it could very well be that i've just because i've been proven wrong so many times i realize that holding on to a belief that strongly um, might just blow up in my own face so I, I try to be open-minded to the fact that my beliefs are not necessarily someone else's and and try to you know have a, a level of respect for that and and for them who knows how they came to their conclusions and in the end does it really even matter does it affect me do I have to belittle someone because they think something different from me I mean that being said I do understand that when we first form beliefs you know we when something speaks to us us and it makes sense to us and we're in the process of solidifying that belief it it kind of makes sense that we want to validate that belief and you oftentimes enter into that kind of echo chamber or whatever where we're just looking to validate our beliefs so we don't feel stupid or whatever and and all we find is self-perpetuating things that um, that that go to help us feel uh, like our conclusion makes sense unfortunately uh, that like I said typically comes at the cost of denouncing anyone who has differing conclusions. Uh, And I would say it's important to try to understand what you believe. Um, I think it's also wise to understand that there's only so so much you can possibly, uh, only so far you can possibly get with trying to understand uh, fully your beliefs and, and understanding absolutely everything. Obviously, we can't understand absolutely everything, Um, and it's almost because of this that it would make sense to be respectful of other people's beliefs. Now, that being said, I understand that this is my belief. My belief is that uh, other viewpoints should be respected. Uh, Some people have the belief that other viewpoints should not be respected, and I suppose in a way I'm at a disadvantage because it means I have to remind myself that they're entitled to that belief. I think this is my main uh, issue that I have with debate. Now keep in mind this is coming from a person who is an advocate for free speech, and I think a lot of the time it's the the, the way we need to figure out ideas and come to understand things and is is through speech and listening to all sides of it and really listening and having honest discussions the problem is I don't think debate is honest discussions and I don't think it's about understanding it's about coming up with pithy sound bites and trick questions to try to uh, like win points against people and try to sound smarter than anyone who Believes something different than what you believe. Interestingly, uh, while I had a little bit of spare time today, I was scrolling through my YouTube feed and what comes up, but it was this, this somewhat older video. It was Lane Norton responding to a bit of a debate that happened on the Joe Rogan show uh, about the Game Changers I think was the name of the documentary about veganism and this is it was such a perfect example of what I was talking about here about people getting so dogmatic about their dietary beliefs that they'll twist studies around to try to match their beliefs. It's crazy how much they did this. Like that's actually a great video if, if you want to look it up and, and how Lane Norton kind of takes apart the arguments that were being presented and the way they were trying to manipulate the data and, and different, I guess, debate tactics that are kind of manipulative that were at play during this. So I think uh, because I watched this Lane Norton video Uh, Other similar videos came up on my feed, so one, for example, was by this guy, uh, Dr. Mike, I think, and um, his criticisms of, of the Game Changers and the debate that happened following that was quite similar. It was along the same lines, but I was thinking of this because the way in which he did it was a little bit cheeky, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, he kind of used the um, he he would say for as an example, like I think his biggest criticism is, well, one of them was that they he didn't really like that they didn't present the other side of the argument very well. So it came across as being very biased, which is true, but you're kind of naive if you don't realize that basically every documentary out there is biased. That's how they do it. I mean, it's quite easy to see, particularly if you're looking for it And me. And maybe it's just because I'm, you know, I've been in the film industry and I've studied film uh, and I've studied documentaries and I've seen the bias or, but it, it, and it just seems quite obvious to me now. And, um, but I think most people know that most documentaries, especially when you think of people like um, Michael Moore and that, you just know it's going to be biased based on whatever the filmmaker happens to push, it's, it's storytelling. It's storytelling in a way that tries to present itself as reality, is all it is. Um, that was one of his criticisms. The other one was he didn't like the way in which they were, um, uh, the way in which they presented some of the material. Uh, it it was, it was cheeky in that he was kind of using it to demonstrate how good he is, So he was saying like, well, you know, when I, I don't like the way they presented this study because it might potentially uh, mislead people. Whereas when I do it, when I go on to talk, talk shows and TV morning shows, this is how I do it. It was like, he was kind of using it as a platform to prop himself up, which is kind of in a funny way being using the same deception techni- techniques or similar deception techniques as he was sort of accusing them of. So it's was, it was just kind of interesting, right? Uh, I suspect it wasn't self-aware. It probably wasn't deliberate. It's probably just what he's used to doing is using these, using, taking opportunities to demonstrate how he's good and whatever. Um, but it's just another interesting example of how, how hard it can be to see our own Behaviors when we're in the process of criticizing others for their, whether it's beliefs or behaviors. Actually, another good example springs to my mind. I know this is going off funny tangents here, but there was just this Met Gala thing that's all over the news and uh, AOC and how she was wearing this. She was like extremely un- self unaware or unself aware. Anyway, really just. Uh, I don't know, foolish. She was uh, wearing this uh, dress that's this really uh, fancy looking designer dress that attacks the rich, right? And it's like, again, your own beliefs getting in the way of you realizing that you're doing the exact things that you're accusing other people of. Now, She's a politician. We know politicians are hypocrites. We know this, but it's a good example. It's a good example of what not to do. It's both funny and sad to me that a lot of the times it's the same people you see who wear anti-bullying shirts and things like this who are also making fun of people for their uh, religious or political beliefs or even dietary beliefs. Uh, When I started talking about this, I didn't actually mean for this to be kind of a cautionary tale of how your beliefs and ideologies can go wrong, but it is definitely an interesting thing that happens. I mean, like I was talking about recently, we've seen this happening today in Canada, how the same people who are always shouting, my body, my choice, are now cheering on mandatory vaccinations. It's amazing how if you don't... If you don't heed your own principles, they can get away from you and they can be twisted if you... I think it's something to do with allowing yourself to be so caught up in in your, maybe your group identity, right? If you identify as liberals, oh, now all the liberals believe this, so I must believe that in the case of the my body, my choice thing. I could see the same thing happening with a, a religion. If a religion... I'm going to be careful how I word this, but, like, if, if your religion were to say, oh, um, there's no problem with child molestation, then you're like, oh, I, I guess that's the way it is. It's actually something I would like to explore further because it's fascinating to me. How we can turn our backs on our own principles? I've talked about this before in the in the with the idea of freedom of speech. How to me that was always important, and so when I was younger and uh, viewed myself as a, a more left leaning, it's because largely because that was a key principle of the left, and I was into the arts and that, and and as they swung towards the direction of censorship and taking people's voice away from them, uh, I fought against that because they were fighting the principle that I held dear. Not to put myself up on a mantle, but I do think that's a bit of a lost art these days. Uh, And in all fairness, it's not like one day I just said, oh, the left no longer supports freedom of speech, I guess, I'm not as left as I thought it was. It didn't happen like that. This was a process that happened over several years of me and and I was always more or less apolitical and uh, just I tended more to towards the liberal and in that time and then over the years as it, it just kind of when I started thinking, oh well, where do I sit now? You know, it's it's not like, so it's not like I'm trying to put myself as a shining example because I didn't see it happening. Um, it, it happened very slowly and very subtly in that case. Uh, the whole thing with my body, my choice is a little bit more blatant, which is why I think some people are more or less waking up to that when when things happen super fast like that it changes. Like that I think it's more obvious to some people it's, it's frightening how many people it's not obvious to though like I said it's a, it's a very interesting uh, subject to to delve into which I'm not going to delve into now today I just wanted to talk about beliefs because I was like I said I was noticing them and with with this and I think becoming too too dogmatic can become a problem because when it can be limiting, it can be limiting to you. If you say, well, I'm only ever going to train this way or eat this way or think this way or whatever, you're potentially limiting yourself. So I guess that's kind of what I was driving at this whole time. And geez, took me a long time to get there, but it's been fun. So (laughs) I'll catch you next time.